Well, this one's going to be good. Yep. I can't do that. Mine's going to make my head hurt. We're here for the official wet t-shirt contest between us two. Mm-hmm. Audio only. Yeah. Uh, you can hear the flesh and yep. the beat of the oh, music. Did you hear that? Yeah. That was my shoulder without moving. Ooh. Solid. Nice. <laughs> I was just <laughs> I just had my elbows up on the arms of my chair and like looked up with my neck and my shoulder just <clears throat> just that's okay. It One happens. Oh, just did it to the other one. That's okay. You like play wrestling and uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, I bet you are. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And, uh, <laughs> and I like, I like turn, like rolled over and like, like, like swept her and like tried to catch her with my legs, but like she like went with it and like ended up on her head and like I just heard this cracking sound like on her neck. Mm-hmm. And I, for a split second, and she, like, rolled over and was like, oh, that felt kind of good. But for a split second before she, like, I was like, I need to get out of this. I was like, I'm going to have to leave to Mexico. <laughs> killed my girl in her own house. Yeah, your like, first thought isn't like, oh, no. It's like, all right, escape plan. Here we go. I've got I've got the backpack in the back of my car. I could go bag. I was like, First oh, aid, all that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm fucked. Um, <laughs> Dang, no, man, not again. It's the ninth time this year I've done uh, something like this. Wake uh, up in a cold but, sweat. No, I did it. Uh, done it again. I... <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, folks, uh, this is uh, uh, the freebie of Pendejo time. It's uh, a freebie. It's been a minute Episode. because. You like that falsetto? Yeah, that was good, man. You've been working on it? It's a free episode. Sound like Axl Rose. It's beautiful. It's a free episode. It's a free episode. Yeah, that might not have sounded good, but keep in mind that I am whispering Mm -hmm. at about 14 octaves above my normal speaking voice. You try and do that while hunched over in a gaming chair that you broke five minutes after taking it out of the box. Yeah. I bet you can. Uh, I bet you can. I bet you But can. it'll be hard. It'll test you. You'll be tested like you People think this is an easy job, that we just show up yeah. 30 yeah. minutes after we planned. Yeah. And. Yeah. And talk about kidney stones and mm-hmm. getting our licenses suspended. Mm-hmm. For doing too many donuts in front of AutoZone, <laughs> but this is—you try waking up at five thirty to two p.m. depending mm-hmm. on who we're talking about here. Yeah. Every other day. Mm-hmm. For a week. Yeah. You you try to make to to have your car paid for every month doing something like this. Yeah. That is just like it. It is you know a lot of people have DM'd me and said, "Man, you know, uh, I want to get into podcasting." You and Thomas have had so much initial luck, and it is a incredibly popular show, and it's super well done. And I, they say, "Well, how? What's the secret?" And I was like, "Dude, you know what? The secret is bone breaking hard work. It's not for everybody. It's we record 
75 hours a week mm-hmm. of yeah, material. And, and this is yeah. the gold that makes the cut. Mm-hmm. This is the diamond in the we've rough. Got, we've got people hitting us up. We're going on Spike TV soon. Yeah, yeah. You, we got offers. Oxygen, Lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. We're going, we're the next college humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, fuck Jerry DMs us 10 yeah. times a day. Oh, that was a great post, great episode. Uh, do you, uh, are you hard right now? You know, stuff like that. Stuff yeah. That, you know, that media companies DM guys like Thomas. You think it's easy chipping a tooth like once a week? <laughs> it's easier than you'd think. You think but, it's easy chipping your tooth because you're gritting your teeth in traffic uh, yeah. for no reason, really? You just kind of, you know, you have the stress level of like an Olympic swimmer. You're super chill and you're not very high strung or anything like that. One time I, I chipped a tooth brushing my teeth. <laughs> That's when I knew I had to get one of those electric ones. Because I was going ham on that thing, man. I was full. I was full Riley Reed on it. I was I was taking. I was, I was scrubbing out part of my stomach, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If anyone hears that in the background, my, my chair just creaked and it sounded suspicious. That's okay. We'll edit that out. We'll put a... Nope. Put a siren over that. That's what the sirens sound like in somewhere. <laughs> they got police in Antarctica. They should. They should uh, let the penguins do it. Like a polar bear and like a, a penguin driving a car. That'd be cute. Yeah. A little AK forty seven. Little European, you know. They got a, a a big old penguin and a crunched up in a Fiat five hundred, but it's got snow tires on it. Just think about that. Something to think about. Something to think about. I bet it's, you don't think about stuff like there's that. There's a lot of things to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know when my mouse pad's coming in? Uh, the mill. Do I know? Yeah, I was wondering. Uh, yeah, it's going to be there tomorrow at 3.30. Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, <clears throat> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's like, have you ever, uh, it's like a reaction video or whatever, but people will like reply with it sometimes and it just shows like the... It just shows that it's an audio file, and you click it, and it's just like 20 people saying, yes, sir. Yeah. I, it's not, like, funny, but it does always catch me off guard. Yeah. That one, two, that people reply, it's like an insult video where the, the, the two guys are in the theater, and it's like, he's spitting, yes, sir. He's, like, whipping his shirt against the back oh, of the seat. Oh, yeah. I love that one, dude. Uh, it has a word in it I can't say, but, you know. I you can... Well, I mean, you, <laughs> I can, I guess. I, you can. I wouldn't yeah. advise it. Yeah, well, that's a ten thousand dollar a month subscription tier. Yeah, where we just—it's <laughs> a three-second audio clip. Yeah, no, it's an hour. Both of them. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's one long, drawn-out though. Like we take a bunch of breaths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, you know, I'm just trying to think of who, like, one of the lawyers on Twitter that like. You know, like it, it, over the course of ten years, it, you find out they make like three hundred thousand a year. Yeah, it's like one of those. But he's like an irony guy or whatever for mm-hmm. some reason, and it's like he would be he would pay for it, so you'd have to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the ultimate form of revenge: giving yeah, me ten thousand yeah. dollars to say to say the word. Yeah, and then that would. Uh, I wouldn't do it. I'm a man of strong morals. Never, I'd probably do it for like hundred bucks. Never said it. Never will. <laughs> Um, I didn't even know it till sixth grade. You didn't even know it? No, I, I genuinely I did. I asked somebody at my lunch table, and they told me right off the bat. 
And I was like, oh, well, I guess now I know. I used to think that the S word that you call is like a racist term for Hispanics. The, I don't want to say it, but. It's not, the, I, I mean, it's not that bad, but. Yeah, 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 whatever. It's it's it, actually it's really bad. I ne- never. Yeah, it's pretty. Bad. It's really just, bad to me. I've yeah. never even thought it. Yeah, of course you haven't. You no, know, you're a man of good character. I'm yeah, I used to think it was just a synonym for like, like when I was like, because my dad used it so much. Because my dad's racist. Dude, let's get him. Like, let's get let's him get fired. Canceled <laughs> from his refinery job. <laughs> They're like what? I thought he said a bad word. What? Hell yeah, I thought he said hell. I thought he said, yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> kind of got a ring to it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, use it, I'll use it right now. Uh, yeah. yeah, I thought it was like, I thought it just meant like Mexican guy. So when I was yeah. in like well, grade, it, I... it does, but <laughs> you weren't, I don't want to say you were correct. Yeah. That's not the verbiage I like to use, but you weren't wrong. Yeah. No, I guess you're right. Well. That's not new. <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what you think. Anyway, yeah, I got in trouble for saying it. I was like, yeah. "What? It's just you know, what's? It's like what you did, uh, you know, like call a friend or something, and they'd be yeah. like, the, the the teacher sent me to the principal, and the principal had to be like, you do not call. <laughs> we don't.' And I was like, my dad says it all the time, and he was like, you could tell he was trying not to laugh. Yeah, <laughs> just like, well. Yeah, I still, think the still shouldn't. The most unintentionally racist thing I've ever done. I say unintentionally. I've done way worse things intentionally. <laughs> but uh, in like fourth grade, because uh, I I was homeschooled up to that point. Yeah. Um. So I I didn't have any Mexican friends at all until then. I didn't know like any any social skills. You couldn't read stuff like that. No, I just didn't have any Mexican friends. No, you couldn't. You couldn't read or. Talk no, I to people. could. I was. You still wore diapers. I was at a college reading level, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, not the a special big deal. type of college, where, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. like MIT. <laughs> um, no, I had. I made my, I guess, first Hispanic friends or whatever, and I was on my iPod shuffle one time, and I was like, "What kind of music do you like?" Well, like uh. Mariachi, probably. You know? Because you're... He's like, what? What do you mean? I was like, well, because you know how you... How you are. You know, not like... <laughs> just... He was like, what, dude? What are you talking... I was like... I was just wondering if you... You don't like it? And he was like... like he was like, I mean, my pa- like my grandparents like it. Like, my dad plays it. Like, it, like it, there's some good... Songs. I don't like the I whole. Don't, I don't genre. chill and bump it. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, it's. I was just wondering if you liked it, and he was like, no, man, I like like Tyga and like Lil Wayne and stuff. And <laughs> stuff like, you like when you're in sixth grade. Yeah. Well, this was fourth grade to be fair, so I was like, uh, I was okay. like ten years old. Yeah. I get, yeah, I get, yeah. I get a slight pass for this out of ignorance. I don't get a pass for this next one. I was oh, twenty three years old, <laughs> and it was unintentional. I don't know why I did. It was one of those things that. Sometimes in my brain, I'm like, hey, you shouldn't do this thing. It would be really awkward if you did it. And then I involuntarily, I do that thing. So I was at the sushi line. At fucking a- I'm at H-E-B, at H-E-B in Texas. And there is an Asian lady back there. But it, she's not like, she's like maybe 22 and she's clearly like, she's, this is a job she has because she's in So she's not that Asian. She She's Asian. Maybe she's, I don't know, Vietnamese, I don't fucking know. So she's like mostly, but not all the way, you know. 
Yeah, yeah, she's very Americanized. Anyway, she hands me my sushi, dude, and, and I bowed to her. I did a little bow, not a full on bow, but I like hands, cl- and I don't know why. I, on the way up there, a part of my brain was like, wouldn't it be funny if you bowed to the sushi lady? And then I was like, no, it wouldn't, dude. It would be really fucking awful. And then I get there, I pay for my fucking California roll, and then just like the way my heart beats, or the way my lungs involuntarily per- take in oxygen, I fucking bowed to her. And the whole way home, I was thinking, I was like, I'm going to drive my car into a fucking telephone pole. Like, I should kill myself. <laughs> like, yeah. It wasn't even that bad of a thing to do. But, like, you know, like, like, what's wrong? What kind of mental illness is it where you're like, hey, you shouldn't bow to, like, a, like, you know, like, a, like an Asian person because yeah. it's really stupid. And see, then, I'm used to it. That sounds, that sounds bad. In Taekwondo, you, it was, like, real traditional and we would bow to each other. Yeah. But like also one time when I was like 16, I was at Target. I think I was on like a first date with a girl. And you know, small town, you go to Target. Yeah. So she knows you have money. That's the place to bump. Yeah. Uh, place, and this like, uh, I, I had just, I think I, I'm not sure if I had my black belt yet, but I was like definitely working towards it. If not. So I, t- I taught classes like every week and, uh, this this little girl who was in one of my classes, she was, you know, she was good and everything. She was chill, but she saw me and, you know, being like a little kid, went up to say hi to me, but just in the middle of Target, like, walked up to me, not saying anything, bowed, and said, hello, Master Thomas. <laughs> and the girl I was with, um... It hadn't come up, you know, that I did martial oh, no. arts at all. And so I it, it wasn't like an awkward, awkward situation. Like I just had a brief, like it was a, clearly a not scary, very friendly encounter where I probably just seemed like I was good with kids or whatever, you know. Yeah. Like I just hide and stuff. And, but uh, immediately after I had to be like, yeah, I, I uh, teach martial arts classes. Like that wasn't. Yeah, out. I'm not. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You had to get and that she was one like, out oh, okay, fast. cool. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. could have been rough. I, if yeah, I had fumbled yeah. that, that would have been into the line for sure, <laughs> no doubt. It just, just a really chaotic move would have been like, uh, what was that about? Oh, nothing. Don't worry about it. It's not even. Yeah. What are you talking about? And she what do you like, mean? A little girl came up and bowed. I've never seen master. that girl in my life. I've uh, you get really yeah. You get really yeah. defensive. What are you? Why are you asking questions? Why the fuck does it oh, matter? Oh, now you? I can't have other friends. Now, yeah, I can't cool. have friends. Are you, is this yeah. how we're starting our relationship? Yeah, I actually uh, hang out with this person mm-hmm. a couple Every times day. a week. We hang out in a ball pit around six thirty to seven thirty. So while her parents is that are a at problem? work, does that come up. in the way of this? Is, yeah, are you targets open all the time? <laughs> hey, now I can't go places other than Target just because. Yeah, I, I can't great. go within a thousand feet of a school. You know. Yeah, it's, and this, it's, this girl who had. Not a whole lot of interest in me was just probably interested in like getting free coffee at Starbucks, you know. Yeah, yeah, would be like, oh, okay, yeah, classic high school type thing. Yeah. Well, except you know, she was probably super interested because I'm so charismatic and mm-hmm. yeah. good with women. Super, like, yeah, kind of like a ca- Casablanca comedy. type guy. There's a man. I wish I could remember his name. No, a... ca- Casanova. Casanova. Uh, Not. Casablanca is just the movie with I don't Gre- Gregory Gregory Peck yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I was like, I said that, and then I was like, 
Man, I've watched Casablanca. What? That guy was... I mean, he was charming and stuff, but it was just because he was Gregory Peck. That wasn't, like, the main part of the movie. Gregory Peck had game, dude. Dude, he was late. He had it on lock. That man had a chin that could tunnel through a mountain. Yeah. (laughs) That uh, was your Tonka trunk moment. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. See, Um, Gregory Peck, you know... If you're listening from the grave, you have my respect. Uh, just as a classically handsome gentleman who was good at his job, mm-hmm. you could use some more of those in this cold, cold world. And I hope you weren't like a pedophile or anything, because I'm not going to look it up. And if if you were, somebody's going to tell me. I'm not going to feel that bad about it, but it's whatever, you know. Yeah, it's whatever. There was that, uh, it reminded me of it just now. I can't think of his name. Piss me the fuck off. Is that pickup artist guy on Twitter and he's like big on Instagram and uh, he like uh, he's like also a camp championship kickboxer and he does those videos in his Porsche where he's like he's like quit fucking complaining get in the gym and fucking work out and fuck bitches and you know because she's not gonna fucking blah 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 like super massage anyway I was always kind of like how does this guy make his money I just get I was just curious and so like I googled and read about him he runs a um a camming warehouse in Romania where women like diddle themselves. Yeah. And he, he takes a cut of it. And I was thinking, I was like, why Romania? And then I remembered, it's like, Oh, this guy's definitely like running women. <laughs> like, I don't have any proof, but it's like, yeah, you can do that in LA. It's a pretty lucrative gig, I guess if you have no soul, but it's like, why in a, in a country that has like very lax prostitution laws that are and like, in a, in a in, like they're quote unquote, like sexually liberated or whatever in that way, like Denmark or whatever. And it's like, oh, yeah, he's probably, like, running women out of that where Like, if you find out where it is and he's cool with you, he's like, yeah, you can have one of them. Like, I don't care. Yeah. They're runaways, you know? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, it's not a big deal to me. What, you want two? I don't care, you know? Yeah. I don't know what I'd do if I was gifted a, a, a woman's life. <laughs> I'd probably, I mean, I know I wouldn't do anything bad. That sounds like a, I'm, like... <laughs> In a morally, like, oh, should I kill her? It's a very yeah, weird that. question to pose yourself. No, but like, it's like, what it's I like, if I was gifted a human being. I'm like, do I give you money to start a new life, or yeah, do I can't. Uh, do you want to go back to Romania? He's gonna find you again. Yeah. It, or and this you could come be to Texas. <laughs> the thing is, this could be like easily a Julia Roberts movie from her. Yeah. Back in the day, where she like falls in love with, you know, whoever it is who. Just, it just decides not to, you know, you know, you know, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Any, I, uh, um, I think that you ever I, think I, about that? You probably think about that a lot. Yeah, I think about that a lot. Just a guy coming up to me in kind of a shawl, like a wizard's robe, and he's yeah. got a rune, and he's like, I will give you this woman. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, dope. This happens a lot. I know exactly yeah. what to do. And then he'd be like, uh, you know, you do whatever you want with her, but you can't set her free. And I'd be like, man, I know, I know this, dude, this happens once a week. Uh, I don't know, probably teach her tricks and shit, stuff yeah. like that. I would, I would buy a gay prostitute and just make him mow my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh, you know, <laughs> down on his luck guy, yeah. like, you know, somewhere in Manhattan. And, uh, you know, you're like, uh, all right. 
gonna give you about ten grand. You gotta come out to Texas though. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, get there. It's uncertain, apprehensive. All right, I got a riding lawnmower and I got a couple of hedge trimmers out there and a couple of weed whackers. I'm gonna go to my house. Uh, but you just get to work. Uh, I don't really like want to talk to you or anything like that. Um, but uh, got a big yard, so it's yeah. gonna be a long day. Here's three hundred <laughs> bucks. You go to Tractor Supply and get you some normal clothes. Mm -hmm, yeah. Uh, you stop. I don't know why you're wearing this lace tunic, but I don't need you in that. That's gonna get yeah. caught up in the weed eater. Yeah, so, yeah. You got I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you how to use penetration a, rated. Show you how to use a power washer. I want my deck looking <laughs> pristine because I got a barbecue next week. You read home. You read uh, Home and Garden, right? Something like yeah. You know, you, you how them houses look. That's what I want my house to look yeah. like. Yeah. My son's dead, so yeah. I, I kind of I do this like once a month. You know, yeah. I got money like that, so. Yeah. That would be crazy. <laughs> that would be so cool. Everybody listening is like, wow, you guys are so funny. You're so cool. You're so, not, you guys. This is my, I'm turning, I'm turning against the, the whole theme here. All right. Yeah. I'm refusing to ride the wave. Mm -hmm. It's see, it's easy for us to coast and just yeah. roll and say things that are slightly funny for an hour. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's, it's... I'm here to start a revolution. Yeah. All right. This is a new wave. We're not going to say anything cool anymore. We're going to wear leather jackets when we record, and we're just going to do yeah. like cultural commentary, yeah. like but not PC. We're you know yeah. we're going to we're going to say I'm stuff like you know. I'm tired of all these liberals. I'm tired of them, dude. I'm sick and tired of them. And and let me tell you, uh, I think that that they should get the wall. Yeah. They should get, dude. They should get fucking the wall. I wear dude. aviators. Yeah. And you're trying to mess with <laughs> to, me right now. Yeah, I wear aviators to the Seven Eleven. Yeah. Uh, to pull out cash to buy ketamine, um, yeah, and uh, and so I think that what should happen to liberals is they should they should get assassinated by the yeah. police, which I'm a member of, by the way. the 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 communist revolution would definitely take a guy like me, five eight, buck twenty five, to be yeah. in the new Spetsnaz, um, and uh, I would probably be like commissar or something, you know? Yeah. Like ministry or just, you know, because I'm really smart too yeah. and super strong and uh, really good at like guns and fighting and stuff. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Thanks for coming to the DSA meeting. Uh, yeah. I to tell everyone that I'm not allowed uh, within 100 feet of any woman here. Uh, this is how I have to start this uh, this off. Yeah. So that's why you guys are so far away. How about, uh, uh, how about the gay stopo when they're just looking under tables and stuff for hot guys? Yeah. Gestapo. You know, it's got some legs. You, you can yeah, roll with it's, it. It's crawling. Yeah, you know. It's crawling. Ah, people think this is easy. People think I can come up with this stuff in my sleep. I'll tell you what I can come up with in my sleep. Uh, Apnea. Uh, an angel with a thousand eyes and, <laughs> and a heart that beats like a like an organ. Like a you, ever, organ. you ever visit that... Uh, Helen Keller Church in the in DC. No, I'm not. It's not, like never. the national uh, cathedral or whatever, but she's like in a tomb there. It's kind of cool. That, yeah, you've is... been there. <laughs> but now, um, I I I went on a field trip to Washington DC uh, in eighth grade because you know I'm really rich like that. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, the 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 National Cathedral is is a beautiful place. It's got like 
it's all like stained glass windows, yeah. but it's like, uh, they're like almost monuments in terms of like how each one is designed. A lot of them are from, are like, you know, super old, but there's a few newer ones too. Mm-hmm. And she's, uh, Helen Keller, um, rest in peace. She passed away recently, but she's buried there, like entombed if you go down some stairs. And the tour guide, if you go there, they'll say, this is, this was one of Helen Keller's favorite places. She loved it here. But from the perspective of someone who can see and hear just fine, <laughs> if you close my eyes, um, and let's say, uh, put some earplugs in me, I don't know how bad not being able to hear is. Maybe you can hear a little bit. Maybe she could hear some whispers. And you made me walk around in there, maybe with a cane. I'm just going to run into benches the whole yeah, time. I'm smash it's like being in a big field and, yeah. full of benches. I would hate it there. It would, <laughs> that place, it's just a place to sit down. Yeah, yeah. There's no way that Helen Keller loved it in the National Cathedral. It's just a... No. Not that Probably it's a bad the, place. It's just a regular... Yeah. There's the only places you could... Would you even enjoy being in, like, a field? Because then you're just lost. You're gone. I imagine that, like, your sense of smell is probably pretty acute. So if it's, like, a cow field, no. But maybe, like, a field of lilies or something? I don't know. I mean, you got to have... Maybe they... Did they put a leash on her or something? <laughs> like a halter? She have put a saddle? Like, a, like one of those horse blinders on her? <laughs> how, about, horse? Hey, how about Ratatouille? But it's just... He's got a saddle and he's... He's making Helen Keller run laps. Getting her ready for the Olympics. <laughs> Something to think about. He he grew up in you know uh, where did he grow up? He grew up in a Harlematic, <laughs> you know, watching Sports Center, and now he's he's making this this poor girl you know get ready. You know, it's probably easy for her to do push-ups. You know, yeah, form-wise, not not complicated. Pull-ups. Imagine you'd smash your head a few times, but you yeah, you have to try to do a muscle up, and you just dislocate both your shoulders. Yeah, yeah. You ever done a muscle up? I used to be able to, but my no, shoulders are great. too fucked now. How about you just keep bringing that up, showing off? <laughs> oh, I'm well, Jake. I can do Let me bring this up. I can do a muscle up. Let me just tell you that we not we were talking about Helen Keller. Yeah. <laughs> God, I can't stand you. I know, man. See, everybody, people think because we do this that we like each other. I despise. We're Thomas. we're beefing. Like yeah, Stephen, we, yeah, we beef a lot and uh, beef like Steve, mm-hmm. Steve, <laughs> beef, hey, beef What's stew, got the beef. teeth too. That's what my uncle used to say. <laughs> before he would lock me in a closet. Yeah, before, before he'd have a seizure. <laughs> Imagine like a big fat guy, like you yeah. know, like you're like he's the cool uncle, and you're like, I can't wait to go hang out with Uncle Thomas, and it's just like you know, I got the beast too and the teeth too, and they have a full blown grand mall seizure, <laughs> <laughs> just shaking like foam at the mouth for like twenty minutes. Yeah, I'll never forget the last thing he told me. He said, I'll never forget that. 
It's like my dad used to say. It's like it's like my father told me right after he hurt his back. He said, <laughs> "Stays yeah, with you, you know." Stays with you, you know. It's the words of my grandfather before he was shot to death in a robbery is. Oh, this is just a cartoon pain. Oh, nag, nabbing. Getting like your head stomped in and a mugging yeah. in your life, and you're like, gee, golly, you're golly, we're quite an anvil. No, I'm not. Anyway, see, that's one of those things, cartoon deaths, like they're funny on screen, and you know, you think, uh, you know, but if that happened in real life, but dude, if an anvil fell on my best friend's head and killed him instantly, I would. It would be sad, okay, but first instinct, dude, I would laugh so hard. That is one of the most... Maybe that's just me. You can cut that part. No, but I, I was like just thinking about... Getting like, killed by like a a grand piano or something. Like, yeah, come yeah. on. Yeah, it's... it's it's. If I'm like standing in line, like, you know, we're trying to get into a bar or something, I'm just like, yeah, man, it's like, we can get out of here after um, just bar hop, meet, meet the girls or whatever later on. And then like as I'm speaking to them in normal conversation... Like a fucking trash can filled with like fish skeletons, like falls yeah. from the sky and just like decapitates them. Yeah. My, Before uh, I started freaking out, I'd be like, "Man, that was pretty good." Yeah, I've lost seven nephews to um, them lighting a stick of TNT that looked like a candle. Mm-hmm. And it blows their nose off and their face yeah. gets all covered in soot. Yeah, and then they smile real big. They got huge teeth. Mm-hmm. They already had huge teeth. <laughs> Actually. And they were already wearing, you know, big red lipstick, too. Yeah? Were they? Yeah, well, because um, I'm inclusive like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blackface nephews. Wow, Jake, that was quite a... <laughs> See, I can do that now. I just looked at the audio waves on that. Dude, it looks like... You ever hear whale calls? Yeah. It looks like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a this is a good one. <laughs> um, I uh, my my brother was on uh, my YouTube, and one of the most recent things was scary music from Hereditary that I had searched, and he was like, "Why did you search that?" And I told him, I think I've told you this before, I don't remember, but when debt collectors call me. Uh, like, and it's from a 1-800 number. I know it's not like a robo debt call. Like, there's a motherfucker on the phone when I pick it up. Yeah. I'll quickly go to the, like, if I'm working on my laptop. It's only when I'm working that I can quickly I just Google really scary, spooky music. And I play <laughs> it. And then I just go, like, into the phone until they hang up. And I hear them on the speakerphone. They're like, I- I'm I'm looking for a Jake Rhodes. Uh, account needs to be settled up. And then like, And it's, like, you know, eerie, like, Piano off key <laughs> scratching sounds, and I'm like, <laughs> and like, dude, most hang up with, within like 10 seconds. But every now and then, this has only happened once, actually, somebody will like 
I guess somebody's really intent on collecting that debt that day. And those calls are recorded also. So, like, like I they have those on file, I guess, for whatever. If they want to take me to small claims court and also maybe to the hospital. Mm-hmm. But he sat on the phone for, like, a minute. Actually, to the point where I was like, uh, man, I really expect you to hang up. And he was like, oh, okay, so we need to talk. I just, I hung up on him, but I was like, <laughs> that guy's probably, that guy's life definitely rocks. Like, he, <laughs> he's definitely doing good where he's just not phased by this at all. Like, yeah. <laughs> just, like, nothing like the names on. that he's called on a daily basis, which is, you could not imagine probably. Yeah, yeah. No, well, you could, but, you know. <laughs> pretty easily, I'm actually, doing it right now, actually. <laughs> Here are the things I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like, um, I don't know, I still don't know if this is illegal, but I used to, um, when debt collectors would call me, it'd be like, uh, looking for Jake Rhodes or whatever, and I'd be like, um, oh, uh, yeah, um, excuse me, sorry, like I choked up on the phone, I'd be like, um, this is his brother, uh, we're settling everything up, uh, he's dead. And they'd be like, oh <laughs> yeah, that's my God. so illegal. And uh, they're, <laughs> they're like, they were like, oh, you know, well, thank you. Sorry. Like, they they just get off the phone. And then, like, I told a story to somebody, and they kind of said what you, they were like, I don't know if it's illegal, but if they remove that debt under the assumption that you're a dead person, I'm pretty sure that's super, <laughs> yeah, like, super illegal. And I wasn't doing it to get the debt removed necessarily. I was doing it because it's funny to me, and I yeah. don't want to pay the debt. You know, I'm not trying to pull one over on anybody yeah. but it's fun funny to me to fuck with those people yeah i mean to be fair they would not just immediately no they close would go the through account several open yeah. public records find yeah. death certificates they would see. announce it at your funeral <laughs> this was one of the brokest dudes who ever lived we yeah, just I want y'all to know anyone, credit score, in, anyone in the audience empty your pockets please yeah you <laughs> any donations don't make it to the funeral. Make it to the following bank as he defaulted on a loan we made for a 2014 Kawasaki motorcycle. <laughs> I do want to get a motorcycle, man. Uh, you want like a crotch rocket or like a Harley? No, I want, I want, I want a, like a shorty bike, like a, like, like all matte black, like, uh, like Curtis has a cool bike. Uh, yeah, he's got like the Indian. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, huh? Maybe I'll rob you uh, one day if I'm ever up in that area, wherever the fuck you live. Uh, Curtis, if you're listening, I don't plan on robbing you. You're a cool guy. Uh, but no, I do want to get one. But my mom, she's weird. Like all the stupid shit I've done in my life, like mm-hmm. times I guess I should have died. She's like, if you get a motorcycle, I'm going to disown you. And I'm like, okay, well you don't have. I'm not getting an inheritance. So like, I don't know what you're going to disown me from. But she's like not. <laughs> exaggerating she's like i will literally like i i cannot think about you having a motorcycle it'll scare me to death and i'm like i used to mix drugs like all day every day like she was like yeah that scared me too and i was like so you didn't ever disown me for that but getting a motorcycle and she's like yeah i can't handle it and i'm like do you think i'm gonna do evil knievel shit like i, yeah. I would probably barely ever ride it like yeah i just want to have one like if i do want to go riding like to have it yeah i, I i've always wanted like like a big or like not like like a chopper yeah dude like yeah like i want to sit sit low yeah back with on the it. handlebars Cause, are like cause, seven feet above your head because i'm realistic i know i'm only getting fatter from this point if i get as easily like why do you say easily well just you know it's just you said it man and well i, I, I said, said it i didn't say easily <laughs> 
Uh, maybe I was thinking about myself. This is my last chance. No, where we were talking about me. I said, I know this, and you said, yeah, easily. Yeah, well, I mean, you know. fat elephant hippo, huge (laughs) fat guy, you big fat freak, you big stupid obese fat, more huge fat, big and fat guy. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, it's all downhill from here, most definitely. Yeah. So if I get like a small motorcycle, I'm not like a crazy big guy, but like you look way that cooler if so you're like funny. you look cool on a small motorcycle only if you're like lean, you know. Like I can't yeah. imagine being a fat guy on a tiny motorcycle. I'm not putting myself through that. No. Yeah. People will. You'll become a meme. Yeah. Because I got. Yeah, I got big haunches and stuff, dude. I'm not fit. I'm not putting myself yeah. on a tiny motorcycle. I think it would be cool if you got a big motorcycle, but you just you you became fatter than you'd anticipated, so it still looked yeah. like that. I'm thinking <laughs> like, like 600 pounds. Yeah, I'm thinking like 240. I'd probably be cruising that. Dude, I was 265, and let me tell you, man. Like, it, okay, it was nice. It wasn't nice at all. It, it was. It helped that I'm tall. Yeah. It was like 265 under, like 265 unless you're a powerlifter, a bodybuilder, or 6'8". Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But like, I was, dude, I like, uh, I was getting like making noises when I breathe fat, like I, like during the day, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and I'll look at pictures and I'm like, dude, what, like, I know what happened. I was eating like. Like, I was, like, going through some shit and, like, drinking way too much and, and eating, like, chicken wings all fucking day. And, uh, but I was, like, if I looked like this at 265, which was abysmal, people, like, what if I, what is 365? <laughs> like, what if, yeah. like, just another another 40 pounds. Like, what if I just yeah. said, fuck it, went to 300, yeah. you know? Yeah, I mean, I've known guys who are super tall and, like, mildly chubby, and they were, like, three, like, over three, like, 300. 310 or something. Yeah. yeah. And it's, like... It's crazy to me. I mean, obviously, that's. I'm not trying to like make anyone feel bad, but like that's not a, a healthy amount of weight to carry around, you know. No. Like no. you're. I mean, just being tall, you're not going to live that long anyway. I'll let you know. Yeah. But like, but like the idea of because the the level of fat that they will look at that the specific three people I'm thinking of <laughs> like is, is like me weighing like five pounds more than I do right now. Like, wow, yeah, yeah. that would be crazy to just, yeah, you hit yeah. 400 pounds and everyone thinks, you're like, oh, you you drink like an extra beer or something, you know? Yeah. But yeah. The guys that like fight heavyweight in the UFC, they walk around at like 265 and they're like, like, yeah, like 6'6", like 6'7". Six, 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 and I'm like, like, so when you, if you're cutting to 265 and you're jacked at 265, that means you're probably walking around like at or near 300. Yeah, definitely. And I'm I'm like, and even then you're probably still in great shape. So I'm like, what happens when these guys retire? Yeah. And you're like, and it's like, I mean, like, I I just would never, people like being tall, it's it's like, dude, I would never want to be like 6'8". Because first of all, if you're over like 6'5", that's the only thing that strangers, like possible new friends are going to be able to say to you. Yeah. Yeah. As as a person who it's happened to me, where I'm like, like somebody's like, oh, hey, this is a... Uh, my friend John, he came to hang out, and he's like, you know, like six nine or six yeah. eight, and I'm like, 
dude, you shouldn't even be allowed to go outside. You need to like yeah. be kept in a cage. <laughs> yeah. No, I. Uh, it's, it's funny with like super heavyweights, and you know, like, and and heavyweights too, like where people are like, oh yeah, dude, like you get up to a certain weight class, and they're just awful at fighting, you know, because they wear out quick. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's not like these guys aren't hitting cardio. Yeah, it it's does, like you're you're at that weight because I've been. Uh, I'm not sure how heavy I was in my biggest, probably two forty ish, not like yeah. crazy, but that was a super out of shape two forty ish. Oh yeah, dude. And and like just going down like ten pounds from that. I'm further down than that now, but just losing like ten pounds. Yeah, which didn't take long with how bad my lifestyle was. I was like, yeah. Oh, dude, this is game changer. Yeah, because before yeah. I would walk up a flight of stairs and be out of breath for like I've got um, like pretty decent asthma. It would yeah. take me like no exaggeration, thirty minutes to catch my breath. Yeah, I mean, I, I was I, I was probably gonna die when I was like twenty two, but that's a we, different story. But like, <laughs> just just now being um, I don't know two ten maybe. 215 on Thanksgiving. Um, like, just the difference in moving around is amazing. But also, like, we're, we tend to, we're like roughly the same weight. You're, actually, you're like lower now, but. I have a 195, yeah. Yeah, okay. so that's a, actually a pretty significant difference. But, um, just, I, I've been down to like 200, and dude, it's so much easier to like just. Like, I step down from a trailer now, and I have to, like, brace my weight, or my knee will, like, not give out, but I'll, like, definitely worry about it. For You'll sure. hear it kind of, like, yeah, it'll be like, a little bit. Yeah. And when I was, whenever I was fat, dude, because I've got real bad ankles, I would sprain an ankle, no joke, every, like, two months. Yeah. And just be hobbling around. It was super embarrassing one time, because I was hanging out with some friends, and uh, I don't know if I've told this story before, but I... I, one of them, I was good friends with, like, like he's one of my best friends still, but the others, like, I didn't know that well. Like, they were kind of recent, like, mostly just mutual friends. Mm-hmm. And I, we were at a, a park just hanging out, you know. And I go down a playground slide, half as a joke, but also because, you know, I'm at a park. I, I'm going to yeah. go down a slide. Yeah. Not... A tall one, probably a twelve foot high slide. Yeah. Hit the bottom, ankle, pops. Like they were pretty far away and could hear it, and it is just destroyed. <laughs> just lightly, gently going down a slide. Yeah. And I'm not going to admit that I might have broken it. Like it was, it hurt so bad. But I was, they were like, "Dude, are you good?" And I was like. <clears throat> Yeah, man. Why are you asking me? Are you good? <laughs> it feels good, actually. Yeah. But in my head, I was like, dude, you are an elephant. You are yeah. the fattest man in the world. And I just, I walked on it, like, immediately, because I was like, I'm not, they're not going to know. Even though I was, like, just dripping sweat and so much agony. Yeah, I had a, the last time I went to New York in 2019, I was at my heaviest. Um, that was, like, yeah. right before I went and worked uh, a refinery and lost like 30 pounds in a month and a half just working 712s but <clears throat> I was like 265 262-65 and like all of my friends at that point like um, they were like in incredible 
shape. Like one of my friends had quit drinking. He was like a year and a half sober. He just lost like 35 pounds. My other friend uh, and roommate at the time had really dedicated himself to like Olympic lifting and like cutting mm-hmm. and was like, like just sculpted. And my other friends are just gym rats. Like they just, and so anyway, we're walking around Manhattan, dude. And I'm not kidding. Like I would, we, I would go like a city block and I would, and I was also smoking like a pack a day at the time. And I'd be like, Hey, can we, uh, can we, can we swing in, man? Like, like just grab, grab a beer or something, like have a seat. Cause we got a lot of walking to do today and I don't want to burn myself out. And they were like, we have, I can see the Airbnb. <laughs> it's just yeah. past the light. Like yeah. we, we, we walked out of the door and, uh, I see like, do you just want to go back? And I'm like, no, man, I want to see the city. Like I, like I came there, I paid the money. So like, I'll, I'll just tough it out, man. And then like two blocks later, like they were making fun of me. I'd be like, Hey, uh, there's a, there's a bar right up there. Like, like let's, let's sit down, like grab a cigarette and like chill out. And they're like, dude, we're walking to like, we're walking to a different borough. It's going <laughs> to be like a three mile walk. So I need you to mentally understand that. Like, we're not going to stop for your fat fucking ass. Every <laughs> blocks. You know, yeah. like that was also a time I, I've definitely told that, told you this, but same time when I'm, it was one degree, we were in the subway station and I'm pouring sweat. And my friend Cameron's like, hey man, why are you sweating right now? And I'm like, dude, it's hot. He's like, pulls his phone out and shows it one. <laughs> and dude, I was pouring sweat. And he was like, dude, you really need to lose some fucking weight, man. I'm not even trying to be like a dickhead. Like, you are unhealthy and you're fat. And I was like fucked up, drunk, and I just had a bunch of dim sum. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get around to it, you know." <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. As soon as we get back from this trip, I'm gonna I'm gonna get my life together, you know. But it was it was bad, dude. Like, I don't know how many like people I annoyed, like not for being fat, j- just generally that, but being like going out to go hiking or, or going out to the river and just being like. I'm gonna sit on this tree stump, man, for like seven hours. Like, y'all, like I'll catch, I'll catch yeah. you on the way back, you know. Yeah, I, uh, I, I specifically remember at one point, I had a friend who was living on the. I still have this friend. He didn't die, or we didn't fall out, or anything. But I did have him at the time, also as a friend. He lived on the third story of this apartment complex, and I would, I'd like say I was gonna be there at a certain time, and I'd get there, you know, roughly that time. Yeah, and then like, it would take me like twelve minutes to be up at his apartment, like yeah. at the door. He'd be like, "Hey man, you still coming?" I'd be like, "Yeah man, uh, second flight. I'm a uh, second second flight of stairs. I'm grab grab a smoke real quick, man. I'll be be right up there. I'm throwing up over the side of this railing, and I'll uh, I'll be I'll be right there, man. Don't even sweat it." <laughs> I come up and I'm just clearly having an asthma attack at this yeah. house party. I'm just, oh, yeah, it's rough. I, uh, when I first moved back, right after I got the, the job in Houston, the plant, I was making money for the first time in forever, like good money. And so I like, I went to a CrossFit gym around the corner because I was like, I need to get back in shape before I was going to start boxing again. Because I, I go, I've been doing it off and on for like 10 years, but way more off than on, like two, three year breaks when I get really depressed and really big. Anyway, like, uh, I show up to this gym and I got my running shoes and dude, I had not lifted or ran at this point, probably like a year and a half, two years, maybe like, I'd just been completely like fucked up on drugs and drinking and doing nothing, jacking off all day. And this CrossFit, like CrossFit instructors, it's like a gamble. Some of them, they're like licensed personal trainers and they understand like 
really out of shape people how bad their joints are. Mm-hmm. And they, they're very, they work with you. They scale things down. Like the guy I, that I work out with now, like the strength and conditioning coach at my boxing gym, he's one of those guys. And then you have the motherfuckers who are like, we're going to get it today. It's your first day back, and you've got to make an impression on yourself, and you believe in yourself, and you trust in the Lord. So what we're going to do today is you're going to snatch and clean 315 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, never done a, I've never done a snatch. I've never, done, I've never deadlifted in my fucking life. That's right. You've never point. done a snatch. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, my computer's my computer fan started going in, the <laughs> um, and I was like, I was like, man, I don't understand these movements. Like, I don't want to hurt myself, you know. Like, this, I'm not, I don't understand this movement. Like, and I was like, is there a way to scale it? Like, what can I do or whatever? <clears throat> and he's like, all right, yeah. So we'll just scale the weight down. So like, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna do the bar. And he's like, no, you're a big guy. Like, I literally, did, I like walked out halfway through the workout. I was like, no, man. Like, thanks for the free trial or whatever, but. If I work out here, I'm going to, like, blow both my knees out. And a lot of those CrossFit guys that go after it, like, compete, they have mm-hmm. dog shit joints because, like, mm-hmm. muscle-ups are bad for your shoulders. Like, doing, like, trying to get, like, the hypertrophy or the strength or whatever to do 50 chin-ups for a competition, like, unless you're, like, trying to, like, I guess be in the military or whatever or, like, try out or whatever, like, I feel like doing 80 chin-ups, weighted chin-ups a day, every day is, like, bad for you. Like, it's yeah. like, like not underhanded, but overhanded traditional, like bad for your shoulders. Cause I have sh- dog shit shoulders from jujitsu and shit. And I'm like, that can't be good. Like, and they're, and they're always like, no man. Yeah. My hips are fucked from squats and deadlifting. And I'm like, okay. So like maybe stop or like lighten the weight. And they're like, never brother. Not a day. And not, no, I wouldn't even ever consider it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's one thing I've had to realize with like heavier lifting. Cause I'm very like max oriented on everything, even though I don't have impressive maxes you know yeah but uh like I'll, I'll like last year i trained heavy for like eight months straight yeah um and i didn't start doing um deload weeks you know what that is Mm-mm. so whenever you i don't know how i imagine it's fairly common but like if you're lifting heavy like like that's your main thing which mm-hmm. it what I, I did uh hypertrophy work and stuff too but like i was lifting heavy like every day that i worked out Mm -hmm. basically like you have one week at the end of the month where you just do uh like light stuff and Mm -hmm. a lot of reps to give your joints a break but Mm -hmm. i didn't do that for like a year i just went i just went hard every time until failure yeah yeah my shoulders were just terrible yeah and then i started just like doing a little cardio and other stuff and immediately felt 10 times better like my maxes started exploding because yeah my shoulders weren't um undergoing uh a complete breakdown yeah every 18 hours that was nice (laughs) yeah (laughs) i like i don't i can't really pr on bench anymore like i i bench for the first time in forever because my shoulder like the other day i told you i was like i was like wow this is pathetic i'm a grown man like it was pathetic but it was like i also remembered that like I have done irreparable, terrible damage to my right shoulder and my left one is fucked too. And it's like, I, I like beat myself up, but it's like, well, you know, like you're never going to be the guy that benches like 300 pounds. Like, it's just, you're, you're, it's just never happened. Like it's okay. It, it, it's cool. But in my yeah. mind, I'm like, no, you got to fucking, you know, cause I'm stupid as fuck. And like, you know, I, I can't like put that aside or whatever. Um, same thing with like squatting because my knee like it's in the family it's like a knee thing so like 
You know, like, I can, like, leg press, I can go really heavy, but squatting, not really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, deadlifting, like, no. Like, uh, it's just it's just bad for my fucking knees. And, I'll, you know, I'm, like, see people, like, deadlift, like, four or five plates, and I'm, like, fuck it. <laughs> like, yeah. God damn it, you know? like Yeah. I always get, because, uh, like, lifting is such a long-term thing yeah it's way easier to just lose fat and like build a little bit you know than like 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 building strength um is such a like there's guys my age who can you know bench and squat and dead way way more than me and i'll be like "Ah," you know uh, maybe just genetics or something and then i remember these guys have been lifting a lot of them since like seventh grade you know yeah they've been working on this for like eight years so Mm -hmm. it's like well, you started when you were like super fat and like yeah. on drugs and nineteen years old. Yeah, their body is like conditioned yeah. from puberty to yeah. lift heavy weight. Yeah, there would be guys that would they had the thousand pound club in my high school, uh, and it would be like sixteen year olds, like you know, like uh, what is it? it's squat, bench, mm-hmm. deadlift, I think, where, yeah. where it like equals a thousand or whatever. Yeah. And, like, guys that are 16 years old, and I was, like, I remember, like, at 16, I was, like, why can't I do that? And I was, like, oh, yeah, like, not only are these guys, like, just genetically, like, they're linebackers. It's, like, you spend all day doing keyboard cleaner and acid, and you eat, like, popcorn chicken from Sonic that's been in the fridge for three days. And you, like, you know, smoke weed every single day. And so, like, that's why. And But in my mind, like, my own ego, I guess, I was, like, dude, if I just put in six months, I could bench 285 for reps. And it's, like, no, you can barely bench... A plate on eat like you can barely bench yeah. one thirty five. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. lifestyle is a big factor. It's it, it's also funny like guys will be, you know, putting up crazy maxes and like what they do throughout the day is like they they work like at Best Buy or something. You know? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah. and then I get mad because I'll work for eleven hours like hauling logs mm-hmm. or like yeah. doing construction type stuff, and I'm like, yeah. dude, I can like. 225 is like kind of heavy today. Yeah. Like I can do it, but like this doesn't feel right. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, man, probably because you like minorly tear your rotator cuff every day. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and you, you're exhausted and you haven't had a drink of water since 10 a.m. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, most people don't have the resources to do everything. No. Right, and but... it's like, yeah, like I, like the, the time that I was super in shape and like leaned out and like, like, muscle mass or whatever was when I was like 20 and in college and like I had scheduled purposely scheduled like that semester to where I never had Friday classes and everything was in uh the morning so I would like go to class and then I this is like we were talking about it earlier like I would probably this is when I was working out at the gym like and not like alone so I wasn't bullshitting like it was just putting in work two and a half three hours like I would do it I would do like 45 minutes to an hour cardio and then I would lift heavy as fuck for two hours and I had like push pull days, like I was trying to be super like, mm-hmm. like professional with it or whatever. Well, as close as professional as you can at twenty with like a a school gym, you know, yeah, like a I small mean, to pri- be fair, like a small yeah. school gym, yeah. And uh, but like I think about that now, and like I have a lot of time now, and so far as I work remotely, but like I don't have that kind of time because like mental, like mentally, it's a lot of like to have like Monday be like push arms, Tuesday like you know like. Uh, like legs and back or whatever and then like Wednesday's pull are like to have to think about it that much like I just don't have that kind of like band, mental bandwidth anymore mm-hmm. you know 
yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's rough with having like a a physical job and then yeah also pushing heavy. I'd say, which I'm not gonna be like like there's guys who work concrete all day and then can bench four or five. So I mean, I can, yeah. I'm not like. I, I dude, I, I could be pulling seven hundred right now because I couldn't. But no, really. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But like, I, uh, I, I, whenever I first started my new job, it's like, like landscaping was pretty physical, but it was mostly just like, uh, it wasn't super heavy. You know, it was just kind of menial. Yeah. But I like th- destroyed my back doing a deadlift wrong, and then I just had to. I didn't tell anyone. I just wore a weight belt under my coat for like two days at work. <laughs> and I would just pick up stuff with my, like, I would bend and pick up logs from the side with one hand. Yeah. And like, dude, it hurt. It hurts so bad. Yeah. But I can't imagine, like, because my job's pretty physical, but there's guys who have worse jobs and mm-hmm. and do yeah. more stuff and they're still putting like up. Civil big, work, like. Yeah. Kind of off topic, but like, I remember I made friends with this guy who. Uh, dug ditches and poured concrete, uh, mm-hmm. like laying foundation for like where we we're gonna build tanks, like to to mix the plastic or whatever. I made friends with him, and he asked me first. He was like, you know, what do you make out here, like as an apprentice? And I was like, oh, the hourly's not that great, but with the overtime, it's pretty good, like eighteen an hour. Um, plus, I get per diem, so it's actually kind of more like you know, like in the mid to high twenties because of my per diem. He was like, that's dope. And I was like, what do they pay the civil guys out here? And he was like, oh, dude, I get paid $36 an hour. And I was like, dude, we were working like seven twelves with like a fatigue day on the 13th day. We worked two weeks straight. And I remember being like, thinking back, I had a flashback. My mom was like, you need to go to college or you're going to be a ditch digger. And I was like, dude, ditch diggers at like plants? I don't know about just digging like ditches for like, you know, like res- residential like latrine yeah. like ponds. But like doing civil work? Jesus Christ, these guys were making some of the best money on the fucking job yeah. site. Like, yeah. it was insane. They weren't even foremen. They were just fucking, like, like laborers. Yeah. Yeah, now, I mean, you can also make $5 an hour doing that. It depends yeah, on yeah, you. Dep- yeah, yeah, that's a good I've, point, too. Yeah. That's one reason I quit landscaping is because anytime I did my own jobs, like side jobs, which wasn't all the time, I'd make, like, because I didn't charge crazy because, you know, yeah. if you're just some college kid, you really can't, yeah. you know. Like twenty five an hour, something yeah. like that. But sometimes I, because I got paid, I was day labor um, mm-hmm. at my at job. So sometimes I'd make like twenty an hour, and then sometimes I'd work crazy shifts, and I'd be like digging holes for like fifty gallon trees and making like seven dollars an hour doing it. Yeah, and I just remember one day, I it was it was five. Sun was going down because it was. It was whatever time of year. It was like uh, late fall. Yeah. It was getting cold. And I'd been digging and, and planting stuff all day. And I was like, all right, uh, all right, boss, you want me to go ahead and pick up tools? And he was like, oh, no, man, I forgot. You got to dig this one giant tree still. It's going to take you like 40 minutes, you know. And I was like, yes, <laughs> I'll do this for like one more week. And I'm yeah. not, not doing this yeah. ever again. That was, uh, I'm going home, you know. Yeah. Now I dug like, the tree because I'm a little cuck like that, but. I remember the, like, right before they, they laid me off, they had moved me to work on, the, like, the, the, the truck that, like, delivered, uh, just delivered shit to different parts of the plant, but also replaced all the water bottles in the summer, you know, out there. And it was hot, so I would, like, refill ice chests and, like, I'd fucking 
because they hired another mechanic. They didn't need an apprentice anymore, and they didn't want to pay me that. So anyway, and uh, like they they said, okay, so we need you. Don't come in at 6.30 like everybody else. You're going to come in now at 5, uh, you and this other guy, and you're going to like um, basically like set the whole like warehouse up so when the guys come here, because they were doing a big push. It was like, I think we worked like, I don't know, 15, 16 days straight, which I didn't even know was legal without a fatigue day, but we did. And uh, and I was like, okay, so you want me to get here at 5 in the morning, and then we work, so they're 12 hours. So mm-hmm. what would be my 12 hours? The plant's still open for their hour and a half, so there's a 13 and a half hour shifts. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, every day for 12 days in a row? And they'd be like, uh-huh. And I was like, I am going to quit this job. <laughs> like, yeah. dude, my, I would be so, like, I would come home, I was staying with my mom at the time, dude, and I would get home, and I would go to the store, and I would buy a big tall boy, or like a 40, and I, I'm like, fuck, I need this beer, I need this beer, I'd be thinking about it the whole way fucking home on the freeway. I'd get inside my mom's apartment, I would sit down on the fucking couch, and I would pass out with the beer unopened, in my hand, with my boots and shit, everything still on. Like, I would pass the fuck out. Yeah. It, it, it just, like, I just, I had not, I... And, and again, like you said, there are guys that like, they do that shit and then they go to the gym for three hours. Yeah. I, just freaks, dude. Just insane psychopaths. Yeah. I had a, on a closing note, I, I had, whenever I worked at Warehouse, um, I ended up, uh, the night shift threw my whole, like everything off, dude. And I ended up having this like weird manic episode where I would work, it was an hour drive, I would work like 13 hours. So yeah. like 15 Hours dedicated. Could, I couldn't sleep at all, so I would work out for like two hours. Mm-hmm. I would go on my way home and then go home and sleep for like 45 minutes and then go yeah. work. And I did yeah. that for like a couple weeks, and then I would crash, and I would sleep through my alarm. I'd sleep like 12 hours, mm-hmm. and then I would show up like halfway through my shift, and they'd be like, you know, you need to be a little bit more dedicated to this. Yeah. You know, I'm like, all right, I'm sorry. But also, yeah. if you talk to me one more time, I'm gonna go out of my car and I'm gonna dri- <laughs> drive it through the gate until one of the guards shoots me. So, <laughs> how about you just leave me alone for a minute? You know? Yeah, they uh, they got really strict with shit um, at at my old job, and it was like if you didn't have your if you had so they had the fifty fifty shades, so they're like they're tinted, so the sun doesn't burn your fucking eyes out of your head, mm-hmm. and then they had the clear ones. If you walked into the warehouse. With the 50-50s on, they would write you up because, like, it was hard to see. Visibility was bad because we had an accident. And then, like, that next day we had a pretty bad one. So for, like, two weeks, dude, like, I would just forget. It's fucking 110 degrees, dude. I'd have my 50-50s on. I'd get out of my truck. I'd go to the warehouse to get something, and I would keep them on. And the foreman would fucking, hey, I fucking done told you fucking three times, motherfucker. I'm about to send you home. And I would be like, okay. (laughs) I got about two hours left. We're on day 13. I'm I'm at, like... 35 hours of overtime at time and a half. I would love to go home because that means I still have a couple bit of energy left and I can get fucked up and sit in front of the TV and maybe watch a movie before I fall asleep, you know? Like, yeah. I like, you got me, you know? Fucking checkmate, retard. Well, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll do it. Uh, folks, yeah, this folks, is it, a freebie, correct? Yeah, if you're listening to this, go on over to uh, Patreon dot com slash bendejo time and uh give us a sub uh we're damn near close to 200 and that would be a cool milestone i would love it if you do that 
I'm going to make Jake quit his job. Yeah. And he'll have quit. to figure mm-hmm. things out because that mm-hmm. is not enough I'm, money for him to pay rent or yeah. anything. Or anything. I'm going to make him do it. I'm going to yeah. manipulate him. <laughs> and yeah, me, I'll keep, I'll keep my job and everything, mm-hmm. but him, yeah. he'll be out on the streets sell, selling his body for money and stuff. Yeah. I you guys go over and sub. Appreciate y'all checking in. Bye bye. Have a good one.